What is up? How you doing, guys? This is Chris with More Balanced Training, and this is episode number five. Man, that's great. Uh, we're just moving along here. Hope you're doing well. Today is Sunday, April 26th. I've been wanting to do a podcast or a uh, recording um, for some time now, but it's, you know, life has gotten away. I've been a little bit busy, but I wanted to introduce you with some information. Um, kind of came to me. I was watching the news and with this whole Corona uh, virus thing that's going on right now, um, there was instances, I don't know if you saw, but you can find it out, but the FBI raided a, um, a, a, uh, a hospital or doctor's office or business in Michigan, I believe this last week, and they raided and they took all the vitamin C. The doctor had cl- claimed that vitamin C was actually helping uh, his patients cover recover from this um, this this uh, this this disease this illness. So today, but man, people, I wanted to just give you some information about uh, vitamin C and its benefits, and I don't want to actually uh, you know not uh, promoting vitamin C for uh, this. However, I just want to give you some information, pure facts. I'm going to give you scientific reviews, peer studies um, about the different benefits. If actually, if I actually came and talked to you about every benefit of vitamin C, we would be a couple hours on this on this this broadcast. So I'm trying to minimize it as much as possible because I don't want to bore you. I want you to get to the points. I want to give you the facts of um, of vitamin C. Okay, that's all I want to do. So let's get it to it. So first and foremost, let me just give you the, the, um, <laughs> the uh, let me just say this, put this out here that I am no doctor. You know, I'm, I've told you my, my qualifications. I am a fitness personal trainer, um, all about health. I dabble in nutrition, but I'm not certified in nutrition. So the information I'm giving you is not my own basis. What I'm reading to you and giving you is personal uh, personal use of vitamin C that I've done personally myself because I do use it. And um, I'm giving you straight facts. Anybody can come look this stuff up. You can go to certain websites. I get a lot of my information from PubMed. Uh, if you go, if you, people that are in school, you can go to your library and look this stuff up. It's peer peer reviewed articles, but PubMed has a lot of them. You can look up a lot of these different things, and you can see. So, so number one, so that's I want to get that disclaimer. There we go. I want to get a disclaimer to you guys right off the bat and tell you like, hey, I am not giving you any type of information for you to go cure or treat yourself. Whatever you do is on you. I do personally believe about strengthening your immune system. Um, and, and, and going well about like going about it like that. Okay. So I'm gonna say this first and foremost, as far as vitamin C usage goes, number one, it is best to get it from your own diet, your food. Okay. There's supplementation out there, but this, you're not going to do it. The best you're going to do is through food. And if you're doing it regularly, in my opinion, right, in my opinion, if you're doing it regularly, you're going to continuously see benefits because you're just helping your immune system out. I personally like to use vitamin C as a way of prevention in my own personal life 
as opposed to um, um, uh, me- medicine, for lack of a better word, right? I like to prevent instead of treat. There you go. <laughs> so my, could get my words out today, people. It's Sunday and I'm chilling. But anyway, um, I like personally to do prevention. So I like to keep this type of stuff in my diet, right? Oranges, citrus fruits, uh, lemons, limes. Uh, I like to put lime in my water. We'll talk about water in another topic, but I wanted to talk about vitamin C today. So vitamin C today. If you have to do any type of supplementation or things like that, make sure that you're reading and eating, reading ingredients. Just by my opinion, I want to make sure I'm saying that in case some, some the FDA or somebody says I can't make these claimants. I'm not claiming that this is right. I'm just reading you pure facts. I'm reading you information that even the researchers and doctors have said themselves. All right. And I'm giving you my personal use. So if you use to choose to use it, it's a free country. Go out and go get you some. You can order it online. You can go to health food stores. Just what I would recommend if you're going to do that, make sure that you read the ingredients and make sure that all the ingredients is just vitamin C. You can buy ascorbic acid. Ascorbic acid is also a form of vitamin C. Okay. So, um, and make sure that you don't get small dosage, especially if you find yourself with a cold or something like that or the flu. You can take large dosages because that's going to be more beneficial for you. Okay, so now let me give you the information that is on um, all information. So if you give go, there's like the, there's a National Library of Medicine, right? They did a study back in 2017 called Vitamin C and Immune Function. Okay, Immune Function. So that's all we're talking about today, just the benefits of vitamin C. Okay, you're gonna hear people, um, especially the, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, that talk against vitamins and minerals. Um, because they don't, they say they, there's not enough studies on them. I don't know why the reason that is. You can draw your own conclusion. But, however, um, there has been studies done on these type of things. So, so this is what I'm going to give you. All right, so in this, it says uh, vitamin C is actually great for the common cold. All right. Um, talks about vitamin C deficiency. It says vitamin C deficiency results in impaired immunity and higher susceptibility to infections. In turn, infections significantly impact on vitamin C levels due to enhanced inflammation and metabolic requirements. Furthermore, supplementation with vitamin C appears to be able to both prevent and treat respiratory and systematic systemic infections. Prophylactic prophylactic prevention of infection requires dietary vitamin C intake that provides a level at least adequate, if not saturated plasma levels, anywhere between 200 to no sorry 100 to 200 milligrams per day. This optimizes cell and tissue levels. In contrast, treatment of established infections requires significantly higher doses of the vitamin C to compensate for the increased inflammatory response and, meta- and metabolic demand. So number for so just to clearly say this to keep your body in home homeostasis that's the word they use homeostasis keep yourself balanced you want to give yourself about 100 200 milligrams a day and take it daily that's for prevention 
of any type of infection as far as respiratory damage, uh, colds, those type of things. You want to do uh, a minimum daily requirement of 100 to 200 milligrams a day, right? However, if you already have an uh, established infection or if you're already dealing with something, then you have to go into higher doses in order to um, bring that type of uh, stress down and, and, and bring yourself back to balance. Okay. So that itself, brothers or people, my people, <laughs> uh, is from the National Library of Medicine. All right. And this is published in 2017, November 3rd. Okay. You can go look this up online. PubMed is the place I use. P-U-B-M-E-D. Okay. Um, another thing it talks about uh, vitamin C is also essential for the development and maintenance of connective tissues. It plays a big role in bone, bone formation. So, you know, vitamin D, uh, phosphorus, uh, uh, calcium, those are also good for f- bones, right? But vitamin C is also good for the development and maintenance of connective tissues and uh, bone formation, right? Also good for wound healing and the maintenance of healthy gums. So if you have gingivitis or things like that, load up on vitamin C, right? What is it? It's not going to hurt you. Vitamin C is what they call water soluble. So what your body doesn't use, it'll urinate it out. Okay. Um, let's see what else is it? Vitamin C protects the immune system. Reduces the severity of allergic reactions and helps to fight off infections. I just read that from the last article. And this one article is called Vitamin C in Disease Prevention and Cure. Right? Now, this is published in an Indian art, um, 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 medical journal. Um, it's, it's, it's a the Indian Journal of Clinical Biochemistry. Biochemistry. That's way over my head. I never took biochemistry. But these guys are really smart. This is what they this is what they discovered when they was talking about vitamin C. Vitamin C protects the immune system, reduces the severity of allergic reactions, and helps to fight off infections. Same thing I said before, right? However, the significant and beneficial effect of vitamin C in respect to human disease such as cancer, arthrosclerosis, diabetes, neurodegenerative disease, and metal toxicity, however, remains unequivocal. Right? So they're saying they don't have any information about that. They haven't studied that much thus far. They said, thus, this is what they said, thus further continuous uninterrupted efforts may open new vistas to understand its significance in disease management, right? So as far as diseases, they're not too sure yet, but everything else they're seeing that, hey, this is, this is great for, okay? Let me see what else I can give you for this. So just with that alone, just keep finding ways to take vitamin C in, Right? It's just all about our health. I'm all about being health, right? Healthy. Um, so, you know, just think about this. The body. Requ- so they're saying also to these, these different articles, the body requires vitamin C for, for normal physiological functions. Right. Um, it help it, filita- it facilitates the conversion of cholesterol into bile acids and hence lowers blood cholesterol. Let everybody know if you didn't know. Everybody, the body itself naturally produces cholesterol. It's just that some of the foods we eat causes the cholesterol to raise higher. You got the bad cholesterol, good cholesterol, and everything like that. However, this is saying from vitamin C intake, it facilitates the conversion of cholesterol into bile acids and hence lowers your blood cholesterol. So you can take loads of vitamin C instead of 
um, uh, instead of taking a medication. And the one thing with medication, I'm going to say this, is that medication, it's a, lot, a lot of medicines have a lot of side effects. There's no side effects of vitamin C. You might hear some people say, oh, it's vitamin C has side effects. Well, that means oranges have side effects, things like that. Okay, so everybody's not going to give you 100% information. I would suggest researching it for yourself and see what works for you. Um, um, let's see. Vitamin C have been used in mega doses widely in treatment as far as uh, the common cold and heart diseases. A lot of different diseases like this. They've been using it in high quantities. So I've mentioned strawberry. I'm sorry. I mentioned uh, citrus foods like oranges and 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 limes and things like that. So let me give you a, a wide variety of diff- different foods, and then um, that that contain vitamin C. So you can go and you can and you can choose for yourself. You got to go and you got to find plants and fruits and vegetables. That's just about it, right? Um, you got it. That's what you got to do. So here it is. A lot of the vitamin C you can find in citrus fruits, like I said before, green peppers, red peppers, strawberries, tomatoes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Uh, what else is there? Uh, sorry. Brussels sprouts, which I hate. <laughs> Turnips, not too fond of those. Indian gooseberries and other leafy vegetables. Excuse me. Right? So you got to get it from plant sources. So I'll say that again. Vitamin C is found in citrus fruits, green peppers, red peppers, strawberries, tomatoes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, turnips, Indian gooseberries, and other leafy vegetables. Now, it's it's important that you're going to get your your vitamin C from food sources. If you're going to have to do orange juice and things like that, that's fine. I'd recommend... Because there's a lot of sugar in oranges, orange juice. There is the different kind of sugar. And that's going to be a whole nother topic. That might be our next topic. Email me. Let me know if you want to hear about the different types of sugars. Because there's a lot of misconception with the certain sugars. And what you can and what you can't eat. Especially if you're a diabetic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to give you some information basically off of that. Because even in this article that I'm covering. It talks about how. They use high low dosage of vitamin C to help people with diabetes. Okay, so however, um, you want to get these the, your vitamin C more fro, more so from uh, your foods, like these foods I just mentioned, as opposed to drinking them in juice form. The reason why is, like for instance, orange, as opposed to orange juice, right? The orange itself is is more fiber. It's fibrous. So there's no way you're going to eat 12 oranges because you'll be full, number one, but your body can't take all that. So it's more fibrous as opposed to drinking like four, five, six, seven glasses of vitamin C or orange juice. Right? You can get them from your food sources. And then if that, then if you're unable to get them from your food sources, if you don't have access to a whole lot of these vegetables that I've mentioned to you or fruits that I mentioned to you, then I would recommend going ahead and getting the pill form. Just make sure you read the ingredients to make sure that it's just vitamin C and that it has a nice, uh, nice amount of um, 
a milligram, a dosages of it. Okay. Um, so high quant, high content, especially when it comes as you're already fighting an infection such as the cold or the flu, right? Or if you already have an issue, then you have high dosages. But if you are going and you're you know you're just trying to maintain low dosages, is fine. It's just prevention. Okay. And a lot of these articles, two of the articles, this article and the last article that I was looking at talks about how there's, they really don't see any results in people that's taking vitamin C every day. It only really comes when the person, they see the person having an issue, then they load them up with high volumes of, of vitamin C, and then they see that the vitamin C is actually helping the body to fight the infections. But this is basically if you're not taking vitamin C at all, and then you, you're... Um, 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 taking not not taking vitamin C at all, and then you get sick, and then you load you up with vitamin C, then you see results. But if you're already taking vitamin C, then you shouldn't have any issues with uh, any type of ailments or sicknesses. Okay, that's what I'm getting from these from these articles, and I'm just going to go my own personal uh, personal um, story. I don't I don't get very sick. I don't get sick very often. Okay, I might get sick maybe once a year. And I'll feel it coming on. Like I'm feeling the, ch- the chills, my bones. I'm like, okay, I'm about to get jacked up. <laughs> then what I do is I go ahead and I'll overload on vitamin C. Right? I overload, overload on vitamin C. And then what I also do, because sometimes I might, at this point, if I'm already feeling it, like, okay, I'm about to get sick. I overload on vitamin C. Then I'll go ahead and I'll put on lots of layers of clothes. The reason I do this, people might be saying, hey, what the heck is you talking about? <laughs> the reason I do this is because when your body has a fever, that's your body's natural defense trying to help you clean yourself. That's the beginning process of cleaning yourself from whatever you're, you're fighting, right? The fever is necessary to help you fight off what you're, what you're experiencing. A lot of people won't say this to you, but I'm giving you information. I'm telling you straight up. The fever is good, bit, beneficial for that, okay? Just like if you sprain your ankle, and your foot starts to swell or there's pain. Why? Because that is your body's way of protecting itself. The swelling is good to help with it because it's, especially if you break a bone, your, your foot is, uh, your bone is uh, put a protection around it so, it can, so it's kind of protecting itself. That's why the swelling comes in. Um, if you have a broken bone, especially uh, the, the blood flow, there's blood that like, builds up around the bone, right? Then it becomes a callus. And then when after it heals, then that bone is stronger. So that's what happens. So your body is actually protecting itself when these type of occurrences happen, such as uh, fever or uh, swelling of joints. So that's a whole different story as well. I digress. I don't want to go too far off into that. But these are the things that, that I do personally when I feel like I'm about to get sick. And usually it lasts through the night and then the next day I'm fine because I've accelerated my fever your body kind of has to have a fever, all right? So, um, but I all I do is load up a vitamin C. I don't take any uh, cold medicines. I don't take any any drugs. I try not to take any drugs at all uh, because I just, I like to try and keep myself, my body as clean as possible. That's just my personal preference. It doesn't have to be yours, but I'm just giving you information on different ways how to take yourself, take care of yourself and to be healthy as much as possible. Again, if you got to go see a doctor, I would recommend there's plenty of naturopathic doctors out there that that uh, specialize in this type of medicine or treatment. And the first thing they're going to do is try to find a way to naturally cure your ailments 
because there's natural uh, if you more you research this stuff there's natural cures for pretty much anything as opposed to going on a route of medication or, uh, or or anything like that okay so with that being said I just want to that's what I want to say so I hope I've given my disclaimer uh, <laughs> through and through <laughs> before uh, before I continue okay so so I'm going to say this it's a good article find it this one I'm telling you about vitamin C in disease prevention and cure okay it's, it's an article from 2013 so it's only seven years ago and usually like these studies they do this, these research studies these, these double blind studies or whatever they do they take a while they don't they don't just you know throw these things together when one in one night and it's a lot of, there's some people that's you'll have other studies that do these things as well and you know they'll back up the claims independent if you it's a it's it's a an independent study you're doing it even better as opposed to a government study it's not you know just that's all I'm just being just being real okay so I want to take you through to finish up today's topic I want to take you through seven impressive ways vitamin C benefits your body now this is through an article that I found on Healthline okay seven ways now I already talked to you about helping cure the common cold uh, might even help for vitamin for um, for um, sorry diabetes you know the flu already great things right help with your cholesterol a lot of different things this, this little vitamin C I'm telling you just as far as I <laughs> my experience I have to keep giving these disclaimers people but as far as my experiences go great great benefit when it comes to taking vitamin C okay um so number one seven impressive ways vitamin C benefits your body number one it's an essential vitamin means your body cannot produce it so you have to get it from outside your body you have to get other food sources or supplements all right um it's water soluble like I said you can get it in spinach kale broccoli bell peppers vitamins I mean, kiwi, fruit, strawberries, oranges. So, number one, the daily, the recommended daily intake of vitamin C is 75 milligrams for women and 90 milligrams for men. Okay? The only reason why is usually men are a lot bigger and we have testosterone. Actually, guys, another side note. This is not part of this, but I had I read a book that talked about vitamin C actually being great for uh, testosterone and actually good for your muscles after, after taking it after a workout. Okay? Um... I don't know where that article's at. Actually, it was, a, it was an ebook that I found. I was reading a book that talked about different ways men can help uh, build their testosterone up. And vitamin C was one of them. So just a side note, it's not these articles that I wanted to read today. Um, so that's it, so 75 milligrams for women and 90 milligrams for men. And again, like I said, if you're doing that daily, you should be okay. It's more of a pre- prevention. But if you already have a problem, then um, you want it in high doses. Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant that can, stri- that can strengthen your body's natural defenses. That is your immune system. Your body is, vitamin C is great for strengthening your immune system. All right? So the problem is, if you think about it, many people are not getting vitamin C these days. There's a lot of fast food restaurants out there. There's a lot of these different places. There's a lot of, you know, doctors just giving you medication. You know, they don't, except for that doctor I mentioned in the first part of this uh, broadcast, the doctor in Michigan 
that was giving his patients vitamin C to help treat coronavirus that got raided. Um, and he was he posted on his Facebook that they was going great with the with the with the uh, res- or the the, uh, the treatments. Right. Normally, you don't hear about that. So our food is void of natural nutrition. I talked about this probably before in the, in the last po- uh, podcast or broadcast that talked about I want to keep you healthy. Right. So this is another way. Boom. Take your vitamin C. Right. So antioxidants are molecules that boost the immune system. They do so by protecting cells from harmful molecules called free radicals. Free radicals. Sorry. When free radicals accumulate, they can promote a state known a state known as oxidative stress, which can also be linked to many chronic diseases, cancer being one of them. Antioxidants. So if you hear you've heard of antioxidants before, a lot of antioxidants come from your foods like berries, blueberries especially, which well, if you don't remember me saying, that is a form of vitamin C as well. Any berry, but berries as well, blueberries, strawberries, right? Studies show that consuming more vitamin C can increase your blood antioxidant levels by up to 30%, and this helps the body's natural defenses fight inflammation. Okay, so nine times out of ten, if we look at our bodies, there is a thing called uh, alkaline and um, acidic state. We have a lot of acid in our bodies, usually, depending on the stuff we eat. A lot of sodas, uh, people eating a lot of fast food, fried foods, that produces a lot of acid in your body. So what this is doing is actually going to, is putting yourself in alkaline state as well with the different foods. The vitamin C is, does that. So it helps bring down those free radicals, removes the acidic, and now brings you to a more alkaline state. So a lot of the studies are showing that Disease cannot live in an alkaline body. So that's great. All right, so again, we're talking about seven ways that vitamin C can help benefit the body. That was number one. Number two, may help manage high blood pressure. What? May help manage high blood pressure. Now, these things, they'll have to say may and all this stuff because we don't want to, they don't want to say it will, you know, because again, everybody's different. If you're not taking it every day, you can't. This is not one of those things that you can take one time and boom, it's going to fix it. You have to make sure that it's getting in your body. Your body's getting used to it, right? Um, just like you, you need water every day. You're not going to drink water one time and think, oh, I'm good for, for the rest of my life. You're going to keep doing it. Keep, 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 keep doing it. Okay. I don't know if you remember back in the day also, there was another disease, but if you look up scurvy, um, that we learned about it in, back when I was in school. But scurvy was a thing that um, sailors got because they was out to sea the whole time. They didn't get a lot of vitamin C, rickets, those type of things. So what they did is they gave them vitamin C as a treatment and it had removed all those things from you. But it's a high dosage, just like I said earlier. Okay? So again, back to number two. High blood pressure helps may help reduce high blood pressure or manage high blood pressure. Okay? So if you remember last broadcast, I talked about the different deaths in the world. Well, high blood pressure was a part of them. It was heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and those different things are the part of the CDC on their website. Okay. So, but high blood pressure is what puts you at heart disease. That's, that's to put you at the risk of heart disease. 
Again, heart disease is the leading cause of death globally. High blood pressure is actually what causes or puts you at risk for heart disease. Okay? Studies have shown that vitamin C may help lower blood pressure in both those with and without high blood pressure. So if you already have high blood pressure, it's going to help lower it. If you don't have if you don't have high blood pressure, it's going to keep your levels low. So they did a study in animals. In this part, they did a study in animals. This showed they found that vitamin C supplementation helped relax the blood vessels that carry blood from the heart, which helps reduce blood pressure levels. Boom, that's beautiful right there. Moreover, an analysis of 29 human studies, 29 studies they took, they did this with, found that taking a vitamin C supplement reduced systolic blood pressure, the upper value, by 3.8 millimeters um, per Hg, and a diastolic blood pressure, the lower bottom, by 1.5 millimeters on average in healthy adults. That's huge. That's a nice little amount of points. And adults with high blood pressure, vitamin C supplements reduced systolic blood pressure by 4.9 millimeters and diastolic blood pressure by 1.7 millimeters on average. Right? This is what they wanted. This is what they're saying. They gave people to have blood pressure, high blood pressure. It lowered the numbers. They gave them vitamin C. And this is what they, they discovered. Okay. Even with that, they're still saying in this article, and I think they have to do this because I don't know how many doctors are doing these studies. Even though they've seen these results, they still have to say this. They have, they still need more results. They still need more, more testing. Um, but just from those preliminary cases, those 29 people, that's the results that they saw. All right. So what can it hurt you, right? So vitamin C helps may help to lower blood pressure, and they found this stuff to be true. Wow. So. We went from from blood pressure. Now, number three is it may lower your risk of heart disease. It's kind of self-explanatory when we just found out that uh, blood pressure is a direct link to high, from, to heart disease, right? And then we go ahead and we do this. Then it then yes, of course, it should be something that will help lower your risk of heart disease, right? Again, like we know, heart disease is the leading number one cause of death worldwide. Last broadcast, I think it was over 670,000 people a year, right? Definitely way more than um, the, the coronavirus has taken out, especially in the United States. This is only, that's only from the United States. We don't know about worldwide. It's well over, I'm sure it's well over a couple of hundred million. We don't know. If I get that chance, I'll find that out and I'll maybe post that in the bottom of this, this broadcast or I'll tell you at another time. But... Um, I have to find those numbers. But all I have is from the CDC, from the United States, 676,000, 670,000 around that, roughly around that range, per year, die from heart disease. Okay? So we already see from the last thing, number two on this list, high blood pressure increases the chance of heart disease. So of course, if you take vitamin C, you're lowering your risk of heart disease. They did a study. Always you got to do a study when you see these things. Look at these studies. A study was done. For an analysis of nine studies. Nine studies with a combined 293,172 participants found that after 10 years, P 
people who took at least 700 milligrams of vitamin C daily had a 25% lower risk of heart disease than those who did not take a vitamin C supplement at all. Interestingly enough, another analysis of 15 studies, so the first one was, 10, was 9 studies, this one's an analysis of 15 studies found that consuming vitamin C from foods alone, no supplements, was linked to a lower risk of heart disease. Right? The only, the only discrepancy they had is they wasn't know if these people that took the vitamin C was following an all-around healthy lifestyle or was just from the vitamin C alone. Who knows? But besides that, that's huge. Then they did another study. Another analysis of 13 studies looked at the effects of taking at least 500 milligrams of vitamin C daily on risk factors for heart disease such as blood cholesterol and triglyceride levels. The analysis found that taking a vitamin C supplement significantly reduced LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, by 7.0 milligrams daily, 7.0 milligrams over DL and blood triglycerides by 20.0 milligrams over DL. Should look that up. Not really sure. Um, give me a second, people. I'm I'm trying to look up something real quick just to see. Yeah. Okay. It's milligrams per deciliter. So it's saying here that uh, the analysis found that taking a vitamin supplement, vitamin C supplement. Excuse my tongue today. <laughs> I'm kind of tongue tied. <laughs> Vitamin C supplement significantly reduced LDL cholesterol by approximately 7.9 milligrams per deciliter and blood triglycerides by 20 milligrams per deciliter. In short, it seems that taking or consuming at least 500 milligrams of vitamin C, consume a vitamin C rich diet, um, may provide additional heart health benefits. Okay. Boom. That's great. That's great, ain't it? That's great. Just keep this up, man. This is some good information that we all should have that you'd be able to look into, right? You may be able to tell your people that your your, your family members that's 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 experienced a lot of these pains, these issues. Just take some vitamin C. Just take some vitamin C, you know? I have to all I'll have to say, like I said, I'm not no doctor, I'm not a doctor, but find you a naturopathic naturopathic doctor that believes in these type of things. Or consult your physician that you're currently with. I have to make that disclaimer as well. But however, uh, it, it's nothing wrong. It's not, you know, it's okay. It's the free country. You can go find these 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 herbs anywhere, right? Try and find a reputable source. Do your research on it, though. Uh, but again, you can't go wrong with the last, like the last article or, or uh, study that I just read, or number three on this list. You can't go wrong with getting your foods from vegetable, your vitamin C from fruits and vegetables. Okay, I put that in the list also when I post this about the different foods that are vitamin C. Number four, I'm only going to do seventy, so we're almost done. Number four, it may reduce blood uric acid levels and help prevent gout attacks. What? Don't man, what? Oh man, to all my older brothers and sisters out there that gets gout, it's from your diet. <laughs> it's from your diet. Eat vitamin C. 
Vitamin gout is a type of arthritis that affects approximately 4% of American adults. It's a small number, but it's not it's not it's not uh, comfortable. Okay, it incredibly it's incredibly painful and involves inflammation of the joints, especially those of the big toes. People with gout experience swelling and sudden severe attacks of pain. Gout symptoms appear when there is too much uric acid. So remember I told you about before, acidic, the body is acidic, so you start filling some levels, filling some situations. Too much uric acid in the blood. Uric acid is a waste product produced by the body. At high levels, it may crystallize and deposit in the joints. Right? So, to help reduce these attacks, boom, vitamin C, not having to take any medicine or anything like that. Eat right, eat healthy. Eat, we should all be one to eat healthy anyway. Right? Look at my listen to my last broadcast. And I, and you can see you can hear what I was talking about. My, my 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 concern about our food and how we eat, right? Vitamin C, another way to take care of it. So again, for example, a study including 1,387 men found that those who consume the most vitamin C had significantly lower blood levels of uric acid than those who consumed the least. Another study followed 46,994 healthy men over 20 years old to determine whether vitamin C intake was linked to developing gout. It found that an additional analysis of 13 studies found that taking vitamin C over 30 days significantly reduced blood uric acid compared with the placebo. That's a double-blind study. That's what's a double-blind study because they, they did test subjects for taking this thing and they gave the other test subjects a placebo. A lot of times they do that with the placebo, with the placebo to see if it's all in your mind, right? You tell them somebody they're taking this this product and it's only a sugar, it's a sugar pill and they get better, then they know that it's not anything to do with the vitamin C, it's your mind, right? All right, so vitamin C, number five, number five. Vitamin C helps prevent iron deficiency. What? Say what? Iron is an important nutrient that help makes, has a variety of functions in the body. It's essential for making blood, red blood cells and transporting oxygen throughout the body. Wow. So vitamin C helps make red blood cells. You can take iron pills, but vitamin C helps improve the absorption of iron. From the diet, vitamin C assists in converting iron that is poorly absorbed, such as plant-based sources of iron, into a form that is easier to absorb. So it doesn't make it make any sense. It doesn't matter if you're taking vitamin supplements. No, if you're taking iron supplements. If you're not taking vitamin C supplements, the iron is not going to be able to absorb that well. Such case in point, if you're eating a lot of iron-rich foods, if you don't have vitamin C with those foods, or if, you're, if your iron foods are not both, then you are not going to get the absorption from the iron. Iron is already poorly absorbed, so you need to get the vitamin C to absorb the iron better. Right? In fact, just sim- simply consuming 100 milligrams of vitamin C may improve iron absorption by 67%. I didn't say 6%. I didn't say 6 to 7%. I said 67%. 
As a result, vitamin C will help reduce the risk of anemia among people prone to iron deficiency. In one study, 65 children with mild iron deficiency anemia were given a vitamin C supplement. Researchers found that the supplement alone helped control their anemia. If you have low iron levels, consuming more vitamin C rich foods or taking a multi sorry, or taking a vitamin C supplement may help improve your blood, blood iron levels. Boom. Hello. <laughs> what I say? No, I'm just joking. No, but I'm just I'm saying I'm being real now. Um, a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of girls, because of their monthly cycle, their menses, they have anemia issues. So don't just give them iron pills. Don't just go ahead and get go to the doctor. Give them vitamin C. Man, I'm giving you gold nuggets right here, people. You're going to take the gold nuggets? Oh, you're going to get some orange nuggets. That's what you need, some orange nuggets, right? <laughs> I'm almost done. Give you two more, then I'm going to cut this podcast short because I don't want to... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of overdoing the information, right? Just get you some information and get on out of there, right? Number six, boost immunity. We already talked about that. If you heard all that stuff I read before, of course, it's going to boost immunity. What do you think it's going to do, Right? So one of the main reasons people take vitamin C supplement is to boost their immunity. If you boost your immune, if you boost your immune system, you can help fight off many different ailments. Right? Vitamin C helps encourage the production of white blood cells, known as lymph lymphocytes and phagocytes. Phagocytes. Hope I'm saying that correctly, which help protect the body against infection. Vitamin C helps these white blood cells function more effectively while protecting them from damage by potentially harming sorry by potentially harmful molecules such as free radicals all about protection all about protection all about protection I'm not talking about condoms I'm talking about vitamin C alright next vitamin C is a natural is essential sorry is an essential part of the skin's defense system right Taking vitamin C may shorten wound healing time. You got a wound that don't won't heal? Take some vitamin C. You know, we get you when you were younger, your skin used to heal a lot faster, right? You get older, you know, you're not healing as fast. Take some vitamin C, right? Here's another thing that you need to think of: people that have pneumonia. What did I'm about to I'm about to say this to you? People that have pneumonia tend to have lower vitamin C levels. And vitamin C supplements have been shown to shorten the recovery times. There's a lot of people that get pneumonia and they die from it. A lot of people get the flu and they die from it. What if they just took some vitamin C? Who knows? Alright? A lot of things to think about, people. A lot of things to think about. Last but not least, on this, this thing, like I said, if I kept going about all the benefits, all the studies of vitamin C that's just out there, I'd be here maybe for a couple days and I still wouldn't be done because vitamin C, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, is the stuff. It's the bomb, right? I love vitamin C. All right, let's stay. Let's get, let's get going. Number seven. Vitamin C protects your memory and thinking as you age. If you heard my last broadcast, brothers and sisters, a lot of cases of vitamins of uh, 
dementia and things like that and patience comes to do with a result of different medications. Research it, look it up. As you get as you take cholesterol for your blood or if you take cholesterol medication for your high, for your high cholesterol, it what it does is it attacks the fat in the brain. It removes the fat from the brain. All your organs need fat. So once you take that out, then you start having issues with the memory. Then sometimes, especially long-term effects, dementia is one of the side effects. Right? So a lot of times, a lot of people that are dealing with that, they give them, like they start giving them naturopathic doctors. I've read that they give them the patients, the patients. They try, of course, take them off the medication or the cholesterol medicine. And then they get start feeding them spoons of like coconut oil and things like that. And what it does is put the fats, the healthy fats, back in their brain. And then they start seeing improvements of memory. Now, with vitamin C, right? Or dementia period. So it says, number seven, protects your memory and thinking as you age. And this is vitamin C alone. That was, that was fats, right? I'm going to do another topic one day. Let me know if you, how you feel about that. I'm going to talk about fats and the misconception of fat. Okay. Anyway, number seven, protects your memory and thinking as you age. So dementia is a broad term. Dementia is a broad term used to describe symptoms of poor thinking and memory. And it affects over 35 million people worldwide. And typically, 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 geez, I can't talk today. <laughs> typically occurs among older adults. Right, and we see that we can see it in our society. Studies suggest that oxidative stress and inflammation near the brain, inflammation, all about inflammation being inflamed, the brain, spine, and nerves all together, which is the central nervous system, can increase the risk of dementia. Remember, we talking about the oxidative stress, the inflammation. What is vitamin C? An antioxidant. Vitamin C is a strong antioxidant. Low levels of this vitamin has been linked to an impaired ability to think and remember. So they've done a study. It has been linked to the impaired ability to think and remember. Moreover, several studies have shown that people with dementia may have lower blood levels of vitamin C. Right? Right? Vitamin C supplements may aid against conditions like dementia, if you don't get enough vitamin C from your diet, however, additional human studies are needed. So they're saying this another time. They're saying additional studies are needed to understand the effects of vitamin C supplements on nervous system health. So if you go ahead and just get it from your diet and you're really going to stuck on your food, then you should be fine. But, you know, I, I personally believe, in my personal opinion, is that you want to get yourself, you want to get your food, your vitamin C from food first. And then if that's not possible, then you go to the vitamins, right? Um, but that's that's that. So that's a summary of the seven things that it protects, that vitamin C helps protect. So I'll run through them real quick. I'll give you the number seven, all seven of them real fast. And then I will um, move on. Then I will uh, shorten this broadcast because I don't want to get you tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> anyway. So number one, right? And make sure to write this stuff down. You know what I mean? Write it down. 
Don't take what I'm, my word is. Write it down and read it. And again, I'm going to websites I use. You can go called PubMed. P-U-B-M-E-D. I'll write that in the description box as well. I think I can on this platform. Um, but anyway, I'll write it in the description box. PubMed. You can type up any... any you can go to Google. You can type up anything that you want to look up and then put PubMed after it. And it'll give you public medical public publications with this stuff, whether it be physical fitness, whether it be uh, the, the, the um, uh, whatever, whatever you want to look up, if it's published in medical journals, you can find it through this, through this means. All right. So again, let me go ahead and tell you, we'll give you recap the seven, um, the seven uh, benefits of vitamin C. Um, number one, Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant that strengthens your body's natural defenses, right? Number two, it may help manage high blood pressure. Number three. Hold on. Just lost number three. Hold on a second, people. (laughs) My paper's got an order. (laughs) May lower your risk of heart disease. Number three. Number four. Rate may reduce blood uric acid levels and help prevent gout attacks. Gotta have your feet, people. Number five, helps prevent iron deficiency. Number six, boosts your immunity, right? And number seven, protects your memory and thinking as you age. Boom! Mic has been dropped. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. I hope that that information was helpful for you. And I hope that you're able to take this information and maybe use it for yourself. Again, I am not a doctor. <laughs> My field of expertise is in health, is in fitness and help your body uh, produce better. But however, I do have an understanding of nutrition because without nutrition, you cannot see the results that you want to see. You're not going to, especially as we get older, you cannot eat McDonald's four or five times a day and expect to have a six-pack stomach. Not going to work. Not going to happen. You have to do the work. You have to protect yourself, right? So I hope that that is is, uh, beneficial for you. I hope that you can use that. And I hope that um, you take the time to research for yourself. That's all about this this channel. We're going to give you some information. We're going to give you some scientific evidence. But please research it for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it, for that matter. Look into it for yourself. Protect yourself. Okay, you only get one body, you only get one around, one go around in this life. Just protect yourself as much as possible. All right. So with that being said, I'm gonna let you go. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day out there. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And as always, this is Chris signing out with more balanced training. And keep moving forward. Have a blessed day.